This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Got a big week ahead of us, starting today, uh, where we're in, in full pads and going to be working some normal situations. Um, having emphasis on the run game today. So uh, with that, I'll open it up. What do you look for? specifically when you go to full pads? It's all about fundamentals right now. Um, leverage, hand placement, ability to separate when you're getting grabbed and held. Uh, we're allowing more things at practice. Um, picks and twists up front, power rushes, attacking the defensive lineman when they jump up in the different things we're allowing. So. Uh, this is where the game's played, but today we're, you know, looking for good energy. There's, you know, we place, I'd say, rules on them in practice. We're not bringing them down to the ground. We've got to take care of our guys, but uh, want to be physical, want to be in good position, play with good leverage, play aggressive, um, move the line of scrimmage, stop the line of scrimmage. you ever tackle the ground in practice? There, you know, we may. Um, we may with kind of our twos and threes at, at one point here. Uh, Probably maybe in a week we have it kind of scheduled out for that, but we'll see as we go if we need it. Brian, you sense your players chomping at the bit to get the pads on to get into the action? Yeah, you know the game is a the offensive line and defensive line. It's a you know, it's an important position on our team, and we got to get those guys ready to go and uh, learn how to play with our pads on quarterbacks, throw a little bit differently with the pads. Uh, they're they're excited, but you know you always got to try to you know. Talk to them about their expectations and the things we can do and we can't do. We, you know, we only have a certain amount of guys on our team. We want to keep them as healthy as we can. Will John Feliciano be back today? He will not. Um, day or two away, um, but he'll be, he'll be here this week. And this is still just like a heat. Yeah, yeah. He's just he's working through some things, so it'll be hopefully tomorrow, but maybe the next day. Is his treatment just intravenous stuff? Yeah, he's he's taking care of himself. They're working with him. He'll be he'll be okay. Yeah, good. It's a start. You know, we want to we want to try to try to create position flexibility for our, our front guys, um, and obviously with John out, um, you know, with, with Ben and Jamil, we want to add Lemieux inside and uh, get Azudu some work inside there with with the ones against Leo and Dexter and, and guys like that. So. Um, you know, he did a good job. We'll, we'll work with him in there today as well. Is that something that you see as a potential long-term migration for him? Um, haven't, I haven't gone down that road far enough. I just think position flexibility is so important, you know, whether it's for Marcus at guard and tackle, John at guard and tackle. The more you can do up front, the, the better it off it is for the player, the more opportunities they get. Coach, are, you sensing, are you sensing some of the guys that miss some of the spring practices are maybe pressing a little bit too hard early on to try to catch up and maybe impress? Yeah, no, no. Uh, again, it's just it's physical, mental. Re I mean, physical reps where you have to do it over and over and over again, and you know you get different things. It's different than 
you know, watching it on the, the screen or, you know, talking about it. I think it's good for those guys. I don't, I don't think they're pressing. I just think it's, you know, it's early for them. Coach, we're used to seeing a lot of seven on seven, you know, during during this this time of the year. I don't recall really seeing very much so far from you guys. Is there a reason you've been staying away from it? Yeah, I mean, we've worked a lot of seven on seven in the spring. Um, you know, I like the quarterback to feel the people around him. There's a time and a place for it. We've, you know, in some of those spots, instead of seven on seven, we've worked individual technique, whether it's one on ones, two on twos, three on threes. Um, you know, today will be a lot of one-on-one -on -one work during an individual, toward the end of individual. Uh, but I think it's important for a quarterback to, to feel the people around him um, up front in particular. Brian, when you say that, obviously you're not, you know, calling plays dead because of what would have been a sack. Is there a line between, like, you want Daniel Silva to get rid of the ball if he's about to get sacked or just absolutely. running the play, though? Like, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Like, you want to try to mentally in your head when you're playing quarterback, play the game the best you can. Um, get the ball out when you need to get the ball out. Uh, but there's other times where I'll tell him, look, hold on to it and spin it, and let's see how it looks downfield. And again, you're evaluating your roster too during training camp, you know. So you want to see a defensive back be able to, how is he going to be in the deep part of the field? Throw a bunch of goes on some corners, see how they react to it. So, you know, we're, we're trying to do everything for a reason, and some of that is evaluation purposes too. Coach, it is developing the uh, position flexibility along the offensive line one of the bigger challenges. Uh, of the pro game than it is in college? Um, yeah, I don't know. Could be. I mean, when I was at, at Bama, we did the same thing, but you know, that's how Coach Saban you know, wanted to cross-train guys and things like that. Uh, I just think it's important. You only get so many guys to go with, and we do the same thing with receivers or secondary guys. You learn inside, you learn outside, you learn the Z, you learn the X. Uh, there's injuries all the time, and, and people have to step up. Um, I was just meeting with KT this morning about position flex and you know saying, hey, can I add another position for you and, and move you around to this spot and you feel comfortable with that or is it too much and it'll make you play slow? So I think you know you talk to your players and the ones that can handle it, you, you try to you try to do that with them. Which right. KT? Which, which KT? Which KT? <laughs> the first KT, 89. Okay. Yeah. I, I, Thibodeau don't have KT yet. Okay. KT's got KT. Right. Right. You look like you pulled back a little bit on. Yeah, yeah, that was part of the plan relative to him coming through spring and he had a good few days, so do some individual work, but he's he's fine. What did, what did he say when you said, can I add a uh, little something for you? He said, oh yeah, he had that big smile. Yeah, now, you know, players honest with you, you know, I mean, I mean, you know, sometimes they they say what you want to hear. You know, you yeah. say, look, we're thinking this would be good for you, you want to do this. <clears throat> no, I'm not ready for that, or do you want, you know. Yeah, well, I think that goes back to the relationship part of, part of the business and, you know, look, you, wanted to, you want them to tell you the truth. It's like quarterbacks. You know, Daniel, do you like this play? Yeah, it's great. And then two months later, man, I don't even really like that play because he got more comfortable with you. So we're trying to fast track that with, with the players. And again, they're the ones that are out there playing the game. And I want to be able to do things, you know, whether it's on the, the kicking game, defense, offense, that the guys feel comfortable with. And if they don't feel comfortable with, you know, give it a chance out here and, and let's see how it looks. And after, you know, Maybe two, three, four times it doesn't look good. Throw it out and, and work on something else. Brian, Brian, you have less flexibility with a, in, that, in those regards with a receiver like Kenny? You know. No, K, KG's, I would say Gro has done a good job with these guys. They have a lot to learn. The receivers in our system, I'd say, have a lot to learn, a lot of different positions to play. Um, and I just think that you know, early on in camp, when you're thinking a little bit, um, 
there's a lot of things going through your head. Maybe you don't play as fast. I'm not talking about KG in particular. I'm just talking about receivers in general uh, with the way we do things. And then that's why we'll give it another week or two and things will settle down a little bit. But uh, it helps them learn the whole concept of the play as well, um, which is important when you're playing against zone teams with spacing, where to be, how to be there. And, and you're also getting looks at different mismatches when you put KT in the slot and you're going looking at Darnay, then you put him outside. He's on like you're trying to get an evaluation of your team right now too, uh, to make good judgment on that. Brian, what type of feedback have you gotten on the Guardian caps from players? Uh, none. Yeah, they've all they've wore them, and we've been out there and we haven't had any discussions about them. How have you seen the rookie class embrace expectations that they're going to be? playing and a yeah. lot's going to be expected of them. You know, um, not just the first rounders, but like Yep, you know, yep, everybody. nope, that's good. Um, they've done a nice job, Pat. They're, you know, there's a lot to learn as a rookie. You, you, we've talked about this in the spring, they, where to go, what to do, expectations off the field. Uh, you know, Joe and I <clears throat> have communicated with them, I'd say several times about uh, expectations, foundational pieces for us that, you know, this is our first class that we drafted. Uh, they've all done a nice job uh, relative to things off the field, how we want to approach things, and then taking care of themselves, learning from some veterans. And then they've done a nice job on the practice field competing. Um, got a long way to go, but, uh, but I've been pleased with how those guys, all of them, really um, have done. Ashley Lynn has done a really good job with our rookie developmental program. Um, there's we gotta keep grinding, you know. There, it's a long season. What do you think about that? About the fact that you you have a chance to probably have five rookies playing, you know, almost starting type roles. That's a that's a lot. Yeah, I'm not I'm not that far ahead. You know, I just uh, we'll play the best guys, whoever that is, um, whether they're drafted in the first round, whether they're a ten year veteran. Um, you know, we'll, we're going to try to put the best guys out there. And if it's five rookies, if it's 10 rookies, uh, that's always the, when you're a coach, you're, you're a position coach too, you're always, you know, the veterans on the team have more experience. They know what to do. You know, you're, you feel comfortable with them. And, you know, the older I get, the, the rookies that maybe don't know as much to do, but have some really good talent, you're going to have to live through some growing pains with them while you're developing them to get into where you want to get to. But you know, we're going to play the best guys that we think give us a chance to win, whether it's, again, rookie, 10-year veteran, first-round pick, free agent. Uh, that's just how we're going to approach it.